Hola, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Long Lost Heroes podcast. I'm AJ. I'm Frank. And get a load this week, guys. We're doing episode three, season three of The Mandalorian. Uh, this is chapter 17. Chapter 18? What, cha- what chapter are we on? It's got to be odd, right? <laughs> fuck. What the fuck? Which fuck? We're it's on. The con- what's the- it's called The Convert, isn't it? The Convert. Okay. So, uh, yeah. I think this episode is getting a lot of reaction online um, for being very similar to another Disney Plus show. Mm. Um, uh, uh, chapter 19. Chapter 19, okay. Uh, I knew it was in the teens, but then we're going to be in the 20s. That's going to be crazy. Man. <laughs> uh, bro, what did you think of this episode? You know, I actually think it was really good. Like, I know that like one could complain that it didn't feature the Mandalorian or Grogu in the majority of the episode, but there's so much in there in the meat of it that like, I, I got to talk about. And so, and like, that's why I'm like, I think it's a worthy detour. And, and they didn't just say, we're gonna, we're gonna not have them. We had great, amazing bumpers. (laughs) Like, yeah, it, it, you know, we have an A A story and a B story, and the B story is the Mandalorian stuff. Totally, and I think that that's they they've been getting us kind of used to this with uh, Book of Boba Fett, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that you know this is an ongoing story, and there are other characters within the plot that we're watching that doesn't necessarily you know so there there could definitely be episodes in any given season where. Really, we're featuring a totally different cast of characters than your titular character in any given season, you know? Right. So let's um Yeah. Let's do this in two parts then. Let's let's talk about the Mando Bo Katan stuff and then talk about the Doctor Pershing stuff. Okay. So it starts with them they're still, you know, uh they're on their way back, right? Yeah, they they left um or like he wakes up from from the, right. pit, the 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 waters, and she specifically is like, "Did you see something down there?" Right. Anything? And she keeps it hidden that she saw, or at least thinks she saw. I mean, we think we saw a mythosaur. Um, and then they they go try to get off the planet, and uh, they they get attacked. And there's this big crazy dogfight awesome stuff they end up blowing up her her home um which sucks yeah and uh you know i think the whole thing of like him jumping out like going into his own ship to like back her up i'm like that's it makes a lot of sense two ships is better than one um definitely but yeah i mean they they probably should have saw that shit coming (laughs) That part to me felt very much like a level of like Rogue Squadron. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> like, hey, you're flying. Oh wait, we're gonna drop drop you in this ship. Yeah, hey, we, your turn. We have to get we have to get these guys. Oh shit, these guys are coming from this part of the map. Well, oh my god, and get it, over there. And it's crazy because like I expected like you know Grogu closes his little shell. I expected him to go with Mando because it's like how do you like separate them? Like fuck, sure. like like. She was reckless, and like, like, could you imagine being Mando, being like, "Wait a second, fuck! I called him Mando." 
Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> like, you, I don't, don't think you the, kill I don't my think baby. the Mandalorians are going to be really upset. You know, uh, do they really have a significant, like, is there, are there cohorts of, like, Mandalorians the way there are, like, Klingon people? Yeah, they're clans. Really? Yeah. Um, but anyway, like, could you imagine, hey like, she's, <laughs> she's, <laughs> like, flying, and she's going head on into this, like, fleet of TIE fighters. Right. And then he's like, you've got my baby. Get back yeah, in, you sure. fucker. No, 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 for sure. But I also think that her ship is so much more, like, armored, you know? Mm-hmm. She probably has better shields. Right, but he's faster. Definitely. And more agile. Definitely. Um, so all that, and they're like, they they get together, and they go to um, go back to his, like, people. Yes. And we're like, guess what? I'm like, and this is the thing that I was always like. I'm like, how do you prove that you actually went to the living waters? I'm like, how are you taking a sample of this water? <laughs> like, couldn't no, you just like sure. get it wa- get water <laughs> anywhere and be like, hey, this is the living waters? Yeah. But I guess maybe there's something special about it that maybe she's got a little pool of the living waters. It's got some minerals or something in it that he puts his in there and it like like t- turns blue if it's if it's real and if it turns red if it's not you know like 100% 100% and it, when it you know he proves it and then Bo-Katan is then also seen as redeemed yeah you know that shit's wild like that's some crazy implications especially to consider the fact that like now like she also knows about the mythosaur right well, you and know? I think she's playing the long game here. So she's Definitely. like, wait a second. I, I, I no, don't know if she, in, like, before. It's kind of interesting. Like she, she has big, like, Sansa Stark vibes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, she wants power, but, like, she doesn't, you know. She wants to play the game now. Like, right. I think she realized before that it was given to her. Like, everything was given to her, literally. She right. was of royal blood. Her sister was whatever. They handed her the the dark saber, and now she wants to earn it. Yeah, for sure. And so, like, she gets out. She has this like life altering experience by seeing the mythosaur, and is like, okay, wait, maybe I shouldn't take my helmet off. And they go into this battle. It's like, okay, let's keep the helmets on. And then she goes to the. You can see it's so interesting the way that they act, right? Like, you can see the hesitation and the like apprehension on her. On her face, on her face, yeah. face mitt. <laughs> um, that, like, being welcomed into this, like, this cult. Listen, the mask acting on this show is outstanding. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't, It you know, it does get spoken about, but it is, like, on a different level. That these people, the acting in the masks, like, it is, a, like, you can't see their faces, there's no facial recognition, like you know, it's not like an anthropomorphized face on their face. There's so much body language, though, and I yeah. mean that's that's back to fucking a new hope, like Darth Vader, you know, like for sure. You've always been able to feel the emotions coming off of these characters, and like, you know, kudos to these actors; they're doing such a great job, and like, yeah, they do. They. They do it. It's really amazing that that everyone's wearing fucking masks, and we all feel like we know yeah, what they're feeling. Yeah. 
So, I mean, I feel like from here on out, like, obviously, she she feels welcomed in. She really doesn't have anyone, right? Like, all of her people left her. Yeah, her home where did, is destroyed. Where did, where did her homies go from the last episodes? Uh, there wasn't anyone in, the, in this season. Like, it was all last season. They left her after. And they just, like, said peace? Which is weird because at least one of them was on the ship with when Luke Skywalker showed up, right? Definitely. And they were just like, hmm. He he won the dark saber, and they just like left. That's I crazy. guess so. I, or they were just like, eh, we got another job. Like, they pay better, <laughs> right? Um, so I mean, I think from here it's kind of like she's gonna be holding that card in her back pocket of like the mythosaur. I think they're gonna be like, we we gotta go back to Mandalore. Like, it's not poisoned. We just went. We got bathed. It was great. It's good bath. Uh, <laughs> and you know we can rebuild, and so if if they go back and they start spreading the word, then then we'll see. Maybe you know will Bo-Katan like stay and and be the way of the Mandalore, or will she like? It all it's all really f- like it, the future. Or, dark. <laughs> yeah, it it's the clouded by the dark side. It is. Um, like, do you do you think that like I, I was thinking about this the other day? Do you think that Benioff and Weiss talked to Filoni about long term show running? Like, do you think that maybe in that capacity, while they were at Lucasfilm, that they were ever like, "Yo, like think about this"? No, you don't think so. No, I can imagine that happening. <sighs> Especially because, because the way I that feel like they they already know what they're doing. Like I well, don't, I don't think that. Well, here's the here's the next bit because we have to talk about part two of this episode. Yeah. So, to me, this felt straight out of Andor. Yep. And that is exactly where you know uh, on Andor we do a lot on uh, the old uh, home planet of Coruscant. This and here we is are. the first time we saw Coruscant in the era of. A in the era of the like empire in beyond, yeah, the era of the new republic. Yes, like what? Yeah, like this should have been in the fucking sequel trilogy, for sure, for sure. And I think that that's what they're aiming for. And they're like, we fucked up. Well, the main the song that they're playing when they're when Pershing and the lady are walking through uh, the memorial park, I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, they're playing the song called March of the Resistance. Mm-hmm. So I think it's very much like they're trying, not so subtly, <laughs> mm-hmm. to indicate kind of what's what's going on here. Well, and it's so interesting because, like, uh, they uh, what I, I have read with Dave Filoni, and uh, it gets they, they everything they do, they try to connect the dots. So, like, they are, in their minds... Everything in the sequel trilogy, until it's not, is still canon. And so they need to connect those dots there. And so why, the question I always have is, in, in Force Awakens, the, right. the, the Republic's home base is the Hosnian Prime system that gets blown up by the Starkiller base. Like, here it seems like Coruscant is still, like, where everything is, where the Republic is housed. Sure. So, like, is there a reason, like, 
I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I mean, being on Coruscant, like at first it, it seems like it's a flashback. And it very well could be a flashback. He's talking about, you know, you see Dr. Pershing talking about cloning. And you're like, okay, yeah, this could be straight in the middle of the, the Empire. Like, he's talking about his project. Totally. And then it's like, oh, wait, no. This is post-everything. This is... Mm-hmm. And, oh, man, I, I, I thought it was really interesting that, you know, we have the Republic being like... Yeah, no, we're we're different. We're not going to just like throw you guys in a jail cell. We're not going to just kill you all. We're going to try to rehabilitate you. That was what they were saying. Yeah. For better or for worse, right? I mean, it seems like Well, well, yeah, I I think that you know, because you have the direct uh comparison with Andor when we see like the empire pressing down and like mm-hmm. bringing Cassian in as a slave like to work this crazy thing yeah like it, it you can really see the disparity in you know even though they're you know they're even though the device could technically torture him they're trying to establish it that what they're doing right now is not necessarily torture Right. And and to me, before she turned the dial up, it didn't look as bad as I thought it was. Well, well, I, I feel like we're getting a little ahead of ourselves, but I'm happy to talk about the end um, because all throughout the episode. Sure. I, um, I want to know her name. I don't know her name. The um, nice actress who is also in Quantumania. She's in Quantumania. She was on Shield. She was on a billion things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's um, she's pretty good. She's good and she's jacked. Um, <laughs> she could definitely kick our butts. Uh, Elia Kane. Didn't know her name before. Definitely. Ooh, that's know. she sounds Jewish. Um, it's like it's like Batwoman. <laughs> oh um, shit, she's Batwoman. Well, Kate Kane, Batwoman. Oh um, yeah. So anyway, nah. and who is Jewish? So there you go. Um, she the whole time you're kind of like can i trust her right mm. or like can he trust her is is this going to lead to like him being back with moff gideon is this going to be like she's secretly still with the empire or all this stuff like you're just like something is off here right and so up until the very end you're still kind of okay like she got him captured but i'm like well maybe there's a chance that she did this on purpose to like so they can get the equipment into the city or whatever and then so like she stays and at at the moment she's about to turn the dial i'm like she can go either way she could turn the dial down and be like all right we gotta get you out of here right or she turns the dial up which is what she does and it's kind of like what are I came out of it confused, but like, like in a good way. Like, what are her motivations? What yeah, is, what's the intrigue? What's the intrigue? And I, I don't think we're supposed to know, right? Um, because there are so many implications. Like, she could just be doing it to get like, to be like, I'm reformed now, and I'm with the Republic, and I turned this guy in, and I'm getting satisfaction out of torturing him because he was part of the Empire. Or she could be like, I'm wiping your memory because I want to use you and we got to get back to Moff Gideon and Palpatine and all of them. And, you know, I don't want you to for, for, like have this like memory of being um, 
turned from the Empire to the Republic. I want you to be the bad, the bad Doctor Pershing like you used to be. Let it let it be known that I was nodding the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like just I totally, I totally agree with you. So I mean, it, 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 there's so many possibilities. Um, however, all that being said, to spend sure. 35, 40 minutes with just these characters, as compelling it is, as it is, I can understand why maybe some folks would have been like, what's going on? Why do we care? There are people that forgot who he was that I, I talked I will to. Say, I will say I think this went on too long, and I mm-hmm. think it definitely could have done with one cut scene on the ship with Grogu doing something cute right. and, bre- and break up. Break it up. Because if the other characters that we're going to drink with when they all meet together don't come back, then they're not really used. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like To me, like they're just like there to kind of sort of establish that people have backstories yeah. or connections, but like they don't go on to reuse them again. So. Uh, right. Well, even like I, I thought, oh, she's got a crew, right? Like, yeah, no, but I thought not, they were coming back too. they're not. It's like, no, you and I nope. are going to go get this thing. It's like, OK. Um, so, yeah, I don't I, I hear that complaint. I also think that something that the Mandalorian will find with this criticism is that they are the flagship show from which all of the other shows, you know, disperse. Mm hmm. And, like, if it comes around, you know, that, like, you know, uh, this character finds, you know, like, Nemec's, you know, journal from Andor and is, like, going on this whole thing because she's about to join the Resistance, like, you know, that's very sophisticated, you know, line threading. Right. That, like, me and you aren't really there for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's almost more like the TGIF level, like Urkel <laughs> shouting out Corey Matthews, you know, than it is really like what we're all hoping for in the Heir to the Empire mm-hmm. long-term story we think we're on. Right. So, you know, I, I don't, I'm curious to see where this all wraps up. I also think that going forward, uh, I think Star Wars will do a like a straight political intrigue show if the, if that isn't what the acolyte isn't already about like that yeah. it will be more it will be more like west wing plus you know what i mean mm-hmm. like where you're dealing with you know the intrigue of of running a galaxy i you don't think that's andor already Andor's more about conspiracy, conspiracy, and and the rebellion and the ISB. It's not really about the 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 management of the the day to day shit. Mm. And I think that Star Wars is is getting there. Yeah, like that's the level of dry nerd. Yeah, you know Do, that I think that they are gearing up to pitch to. And I, I've, there's also skeleton crew, but I kind of feel like that. I don't think that's what that's gonna be. I think Skeleton Crew will have to go back to what made Rogue One great in, like, putting together a good enough ragtag team that, like, we want to see more of them in every episode. Yeah. You know, that's... And, and, like, that's, like, what Rebels was, too. Like, Rebels Rebels was a great team. And I think that's probably what they're going to be going for. But, like, who are they... What are they going to be up against is... 
Oh, we have no idea. Right. But Um, but it's it's in the same temporal time. So. Right. It's all going to (laughs) connect. Yeah. Uh, Um, Final thoughts. Any ideas? Final thoughts. So. The implications of of Dr. Pershing are always incredibly interesting because of his work with the clone cloning tech. Uh, uh, indeed. Um, you know, so going back to season one when he, he wants to get Grogu's blood and all the stuff that we theorized back then and how how it potentially well does, because we learned that I guess in season two, connecting to the Snoke of it all and the Palpatine clones and all that. Um but we so we've been re catching back up on Bad Batch because we Yeah, I I've I've seen I've go ahead. It's uh you know, it comes out every week, and so we got got a little behind, but we watched like three over the past couple of days, and that obviously is what we were basically saying is how interesting it is that Star Wars, this like sci-fi fantasy show, yes, um, that really is known for you know the Force and Jedi, is also a huge part of it is about cloning. Huge That's part. That's true. And, like, you think about, like, okay, Star Trek and, like, Battlestar Galactica and, like, all the other, like, sci-fi properties. Like, mm. cloning is always, like, on the periphery. This is, like, so crucial to this franchise. Like, and I think what they realize is, like, hey, like, yeah, we have this thing. It's called the fucking Clone Wars. <laughs> like, yeah. the whole concept of, like, half of the storytelling is about clones. Like, one clone that they continued to clone and clone and clone. Um, and I think like, I think they're going to try to lean and they are leaning harder into that concept of, and doing it right because I think they, they really fucked it up with the sequel trilogy. But if they can connect those dots a little bit better, the, <laughs> the filling in the question of somehow Palpatine returned. <laughs> yeah, man, I think that's what we're getting to, and but I think it's really compelling. And I think there are so many, we we had this long discussion about it last night of like, well, why do the Kaminoans like what's special about their their tech? And is it like connected to the force in some way? And like there mm. there's a spark that that needs to be created in order. Like, was, well, the, it, it seems like what Pershing is after is some kind of force sensitive clone. Right. Right. Like that to me has to be the, you know, dealing with Grogu and he's talking about M count and shit. For sure, but like, what what makes it like in the first place so rare? Like, why why is in this galaxy of like amazing technology is cloning such like a rare thing? Like, what did they figure out? Even with like the Django Fett clones, like sure, like is it something about the Force and like souls or something? What's the, what's the special sauce? What's that the makes special it all work? sauce that makes it work? And like, how do they take it to that next level of making a Force sensitive clone? Spice, the spice, <laughs> and uh, the Dune spinoff. No, no, I think. Uh, so anyway, yeah, it'll uh, have to be something connected with the Force. It's just, it's interesting that the way that they're doing it, it's coming at you at, like from both angles because the Bad Batch is in the past and the Mandalorian is in the future. So they're talking about cloning at the same time, and it's like, it the dots are connecting. It's just like very non-linear. Um. And it's well, like, do you think that, like, my, like, who do you think is, I don't know, I guess I have to watch more Clone Wars and Bad Batch and stuff, but, like, 
I guess that there's like there's got to be a whole cabal of these people that are all working off of one giant whiteboard somewhere in Skywalker Ranch, yes, right? Yes, yes. Literally, Dave Filoni quotes talking about having a whiteboard. You know, like they have one, they have some and, big whiteboard and in a big room. And he said it, it begins with the Phantom Menace and ends with the Rise of Skywalker, and everything uh, else in between crazy. is what they they. And you know, some people are playing around over here, and some people are playing around over here. Some people get to do whatever the fuck they want. And um, that's crazy. It's crazy. It's also it's it's nuts to me on a final note that like nobody went to talk to Dave Filoni before they made Force Awakens. Yeah. You know, like you would have th- you would have thought that like Lucas would have been like, dude, you got to talk to the guy making the cartoons. And then he could be like, Jake could be like, no, I'm not going to meet with the guy making the cartoons. He'd be like, no, 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 you don't understand. Like he's the he's, he's my, my Padawan. <laughs> Like he's learning about, he knows he's very smart about the force. Like you should talk to him. Um, and because it seems like if they had spent five to ten minutes with Filoni, he would have, you know, imparted. In, in, I can't imagine that he would have been anything but like gracious to JJ to say like, "Hey, like, what are you thinking about? And like, can we make?" You know, what are you thinking about going forward if there's if there's going to be an eight and a nine, you know, you know, it all happens so fast because. They will never we'll never know. There'll probably be an awesome like movie about it or like a a documentary documentary that'll come out. What was it like 2012 when they got bought? Yeah. And so like that's when Clone Wars got canceled. So Dave Filoni wasn't really involved and in charge. Sure. And then he came back. Because they were like, oh, shit, we want to finish the Clone Wars. And then they were like, well, let's make another show and Rebels. So all that's happening like on this at the same time that they're bringing back and doing The Force Awakens. I think if it was now and if like Filoni was like really like head honcho, like basically now and they were making those movies, absolutely. And it's a shame. They rushed it because um, it, it would have been so much better. We would have gotten that Coruscant. <sighs> yeah, but they're going to spend the next five to seven years fixing it, fixing it, you know, and I, and I think that's what, you know, really we're, we're dealing with with this cloning shit is it, it's definitely has to deal with Snoke. It definitely has to deal with Palpatine. And I think we'll get some more name drops, you know, before the movie gets here of what they're really up to and and Exegol and like things like that. Yeah. That we haven't and, seen and yet. And the rise of the first order. Like like how do they Well, they're even dropping hints in that now cuz that... they're saying like the alliance fleet has been decommissioned. Yeah. You know up. like they're really um starting to show like why are they decommissioning the alliance fleet but they have fucking star destroyers in the shitty place where Sidious used to hang out. Like why is that why is he over there? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's always like the nefarious part of fucking Coruscant. Yeah. You know, everyone hangs out over in the fucking energy sector. Seeing the like the top of the mountain like blew my mind. Yeah, that was pretty cool. They did a nice job of that. They made it cool. That's like oh shit, and like how could they do that to their planet? It's also it's interesting to see, um. I think that, uh, like we've been saying for the past couple of episodes, like, like the production value and and the it feels like a film, like, yeah. it's, like the dogfight at the beginning of this episode, 
how they handled walking around on Coruscant, you know, it, it felt cinematic. It's lo- it looks as good as it's ever looked. Like yeah, it's definitely, which is great, and that's what you want. Um, thoughts for the next episode? What do you want to see? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like we're gonna take a little break from the Pershing stuff. I think we're gonna dive back into. Do we have any BDH episodes this season? Yes. I hope we have one this week. I could use like a break. Um, let's see. Let's Just like see. go chill on a planet. <laughs> see some frog people. <laughs> <laughs> she is directing episode six. Oh shit! Okay. Okay. So the next one. Ooh, ooh, ooh! All right. The next one, chapter twenty, is titled "The Foundling," directed by Carl Weathers. Written, oh shit! Written by John Favreau and Dave Filoni. The first mm, time we get episode. the first time we get Dave Filoni this season mm. as an official writer. So that means something big. It's gonna be important. Mm, the it, foundling. Are, are we are we gonna see? Are we finally gonna see Grogu in his armor? <laughs> <laughs> Putting his little helmet on. And then like and then Luke is on the fucking cliff like, No, don't do it. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Th- hey, I'm here for it. That sounds awesome. Yeah. All right, buddies. Well, listen, Mandalorians. <laughs> <laughs> uh this is the way. We hope you're having a great week. Um stay tuned for whenever we do the next wrap up we hope you're listening and enjoying and telling us what you think that's so super important yep uh frank you want to let the people know where they can find us yeah absolutely um you can find us on itunes spotify stitcher google podcasts at long lost heroes podcast please leave us a rating and review um and you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at LLH Podcast. Please give us a comment. Let, you just let us know your thoughts. Uh, you can find us on our website at www.longlostheroes.net. And you can email us at info at longlostheroes.net. I'm Frank. I'm AJ. And uh, thank you very much, everyone. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.